Good morning, gentlemen, and good morning, listeners. Welcome mm-hmm. to Shopping for Tea, the place where you come for fun facts and unfacts. Sadly. <laughs> uh, but we're ready to roll today. We got a busy, busy morning. We do got lots to talk about. I'm excited. Yes, and uh, Bette Midler. I can't wait to get to her. Let's. Oh, uh, the queen. Oh, the queen. How is everybody? Brian, Kevin, let's introduce us, ourselves. It's me, the uh, hostess with the most of <laughs> the stories, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am Kevin, and I am your expert in all things LGBTQIA+, and nerdy, geeky, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and I'm Brian, and I'm your expert in all things Britney Spears and most pop music, really, but mainly Britney Spears. Uh, and I think most stuff, like most music, it's not very often that we get on to uh, an artist that you're not familiar with something. That's very uh, true. Even very true. even the ones that I pick, you can find something because your your music knowledge astounds me all the well, time. It's all those years at Sam Goody. <laughs> oh my god, no. we go back to Sam Goody every time. That's look at that all. Home no. brag. Whoa, Sam Goody. <laughs> all those years at Sam Goody. All that all those hard all the all that hard work of put putting CDs still... in security trays that were twice the size of the CDs. Oh my god. Is there still a Sam Goody? I don't think so. Hmm. I mean okay. I, I I found an FYE the other day, and I was surprised that there was an FYE. They had no CDs. It was all vinyl and collectible toys and things yes, like that. Yes, vinyl's making a comeback. So vinyl, that's all I really buy. Sam Goody was purchased by Best Buy in 2000 and filed for bankruptcy in 2006, closing most of its stores. Well, yeah. Okay, uh, thanks. And Kevin is all, also our fact finder. <laughs> Beware. Uh, <laughs> I, but sometimes his facts don't match the truth. So well, that's internet, why we call you know? them unfacts. Uh, anyways, wow, that's um, uh, something to know about Sam Goody. Uh, Brian, do you want to start us off with the fuckery that's going around in this uh. country? Wow. Well, what I mean, you're going to have to be more specific. There's so much which, fuckery. Which fuckery, <laughs> which fuckery do, would you like to start with? That is fair. <laughs> well, as it is, I live in Florida and have vacationed on the vineyard in the past. Oh. So, so let's go with that fuckery. The DeSantis fuckery where he basically put, I think it was 50 migrants on a plane. 50. And did not tell them anything, told them they were going to, like, good jobs or whatever, and basically dropped mm-hmm. them off and was like, good luck, bye, and literally just left them. And the funny thing oh, he... about it is that it Go is ahead. a democratic state. And I think everybody was kind of expecting, I, I don't know what they were expecting, but uh, the people in the state basically just opened their arms to them and... Well, exactly, because it's Mothers Bay. So let's them. talk about this place. Well, let's first talk about, yes. I've 50. never been there. Okay, <clears throat> I've been there. It took me till I was a teenager to get there because that's where all the rich people were and only the rich people could vacation there. Uh, but I lived in Massachusetts and it's an island off of Massachusetts. And it's lovely. It's overrun with tourists now, uh, but it's beautiful. It's quaint. It's, it's quintessential New England. And it shuts down after Labor Day. And doesn't open up again until uh, Memorial Day. So the fact that he sent them there now is ridiculous. That's one thing. But let's talk about what he actually did. 
So he rounded up these 50 people. I'm not going to call them anything but people. Yes, they're immigrants, but they're 50 people. human beings. They're Human beings. And he falsified all the documentation. Do you guys know that part? I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. So, like, apparently, I don't know a lot about the migration, immigration process, just but what I've lived through with my niece and her husband. Uh, but apparently, you get a documentation that gives you the directions to be at a certain courthouse within three days of when they leave, where they're leaving to go to where they go. And he put them in places like you have to be in Seattle in three days, you have to be in Washington, D.C. In, in seven days, like places they could never get to. So they'll never be able to get started on their paperwork to become legal citizens like we want them to which means they're in violation and they would be deported right and they exactly right and he knows exactly where they are because he put them on this quiet little island in in massachusetts <laughs> the, it's insane it, it i don't see how it's legal i don't get it well oh, you know what you know what really I, I was amazed so you know i can't even i don't even know how ron DeSantis got involved in this these were not even people that were in florida these were not even immigrants that had gone into florida they originated in texas and he put them on a plane in texas had a very brief stop in florida so that they could say they were in florida and then sent them onto martha's vineyard <laughs> yeah wow. and weren't the people of martha's vineyard amazing Yes, yes. They yes, really they stepped up. Bad on the news. And um, they were like, they're taking care of the people. I <laughs> guess, though, now that these people are now in, uh, I guess, an Air Force base or somewhere on the Cape, which they're, uh, they're on the mainland now, as vineyarders would say. So they're, they have more services there. There's nothing for them in Martha's Vineyard. There's right? nothing for me in Martha's Vineyard. I go over, <laughs> I have a drink, and I come back. It's you know, I've done it all when I was a kid. It's beautiful and fun and rich. Uh, you know, I love that. Uh, but whatever. It was just a political stunt. And he should be arrested. Yeah. I don't see how it's not. It, it, it is somewhat human trafficking. If it's not human trafficking to the what definition it? of it. Yeah. It is. It has to be illegal. I don't see how it's not illegal. But he seems Ugh. to get away with everything. Just like Trump. He's very slippery. Be well, careful, he, you guys. He, he's gonna win, and then he's gonna yes. go against Trump in the in the primary, which I can't wait for. I can't if that happens. Not that I want either one of them to win that primary, but those two going after each other might be entertaining. Oh yes. You know, well, he, this is not the first time he's done this. So he and Abbott in Texas have been busing and flying these human beings that are looking for safety and to, you know, all, all these sanctuary cities all over the country. They've been doing this for months. This was just, yes. I mean, this just went to Martha's Vineyard, which kind of took it to a whole new level. Uh, you know, this was an Absolutely. obvious spite uh, where, you know, I mean, they're all obviously spite, but this one was literally, I mean, I, I feel like the intention was to harm. And to get attention to himself. For sure. For sure. Uh, it cost the uh, state of Florida $12 million. Wow. Jeez. And do you realize he also, on that flight, sent a videographer so he could capture all these moments? I did read that. I did read that. Of course he did. Because oh. it's all about sound bites, you know? It's all about sound bites yes. and clips. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with doing the right thing by the people that you're supposed to be governing. It's all just sound bites. How can I stoke the fear to continue people being insane? Exactly. What's going to happen? 
And you, where do we go from here? Do you think he has to walk around in full body armor at this point? Um, no. Everywhere, he, everywhere he goes, I feel no. like he he. No, he's got he's got a lot of people. The thing though, he did not win by a landslide. There was a small margin. You know, he won. No question, he won. But there are lots of people out there that don't approve of mm-hmm. Ron well, DeSantis. If he does not wear full body armor under his suits, then why is it every picture I see of him looks like he just got arms? Like he literally just learned how to use his arms. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about, they, but I want to. I don't that. either, but I love they the were, visual. <laughs> they were, like, like they were just attached to his body, and he's like, "Oh shit, look at these!" Like every well, I, every, every picture I see of him standing no. next to people has his arms flat out in front of him, straight down, palms out, like literally just like, "Oh, I just got these." Okay, there is no way I cannot Google that right now. But I can't think and contemplate concentrate and and type letters at the same time as have this visual in my head yeah i, I can't see I him walking around in body armor their, their obsession is this tough guy persona you know this testosterone fueled you know rage filled manly man i mean they, i can't imagine that he would get away with walking around in full body armor um i i just googled him and now i'm pissed because i realize that's going to be in my feed now forever no but i did just google him <laughs> And I do think when I use when I look at him, I often think he looks like his suit is rather bulky. And is I that, thought, is that what know, it is? I don't know what. Yeah, it is. I often think that. Suits. Yeah, I don't know that maybe there's body armor under there. <laughs> <laughs> he literally uh, just looks like Frankenstein just woke up, and he's like, Ugh. "Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> I'm going to pay more attention to it, even though I can't. I can't stand it. It's yeah. hard." Anyways, this is where my friend Erin has checked out because over the summer, she uh, told me she doesn't listen to us because we're too liberal. No. Okay. I I said, we're not for everyone. We're not for everybody, especially Republicans. Yeah, that's okay. She's not Republican, which is weird. Anyways, we don't have to talk about that. Hi, Erin, that's not listening. She's one of my greatest (laughs) friends and I love her dearly, but um, she won't listen. So uh, let's get on to our next fuckery <laughs> of uh, fake school shooting alarms that are oh, happening all over the country. Yeah, I guess insane. I did not know about this, but uh, like I said, I get locked into my my office has no Wi-Fi, and it's oh in the it's in the back of a gymnasium. So I don't. And you're the technology teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. I, I, you know, Thank I can't you. put my finger on it, but there's something missing here. I don't know. I don't know. Thank you. Thank you yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll and say. it's so funny, Brian, because it sounds like just the little bit I've heard you talk about this school that you're working at. It sounds like it's not a rich school in, at any means. So not having the resources doesn't sound weird. But why are you asking for this technology teacher to do these things if you don't have the technology for him to use? Exactly. And it's I, bizarre. I, have you ever seen the movie Office Space? <laughs> oh, years ago. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember Milton and how they kept moving his office to like <laughs> downstairs and then it was like next to like the heater and the infirmary? Like, yeah, right so- now I'm in the gym closet where okay. they, they literally you're keep back the, in the closet brian i'm I, sorry I, where they literally keep the baseball bats and the basketballs and things like that so like uh, kids are must constantly smell delightful yeah so that's where i am and all i hear is sneakers if i wanted to record a video which is usually how i teach 
Um, I could not. I, I would not be able to. Well, first of all, I don't have Wi-Fi, so I can't do that anyway. But you know, <laughs> second of that's all, crazy. all I would hear were sneakers, you know. Yeah, so. that and that sound, that screeching sneakers on a gym floor would make me yeah. insane. Well, if so anybody, I'm sorry for that. If anybody fucking touches my swing line stapler, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, oh, let me funny. ask you, is this is this the first year they've had this position at that school? Yes. yes. Okay, so they're kind of piloting it to see how it works out and kind of fleshing out what it's going to look like? Mm, sure. Yeah, <laughs> you, could, <laughs> you could say um, that. Kevin, you speak of that as if education gets run in a business-like manner. Oh, yeah. well, uh, yeah, I've never worked in you education. You know, that there's so. a plan and a plan that, that follows through. It's not like that at all. It's no. like throwing spaghetti on the wall and seeing <clears throat> if it sticks. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And once you find something that works, you kind of stick with it. You stick with it until yeah. another company comes and sells you their product for less money and less benefit. Oh, it's terrible. Anyways, let's talk about this thing called swatting. Uh, for any one of our listeners who don't know what it is, is I guess swatting, it's done a lot in gaming, kids that do gaming where yeah. they'll call in an event where there's a gun and, and the, the SWAT team comes in and busts up this kid's house. And while, they, they're they're live, while they're live streaming a video While game. they're live streaming, So yes. the police so come in it's while come... it's live on the internet and everybody can see that the police are there and the kid is freaks out. Uh, uh, rightly so is yes. the kid freaking out yes uh so it's I'm... now come to schools in a way where they're calling in a, a live shooter which is uh, i can't even talk about well i have to and then they street somehow they get 911 they get uh emails that, not emails what do the kids do like snapchats or whatever they're sending out yeah, to Snapchat. each other about you know now there's 10 kids that are dead like detailing these school shootings that oh aren't happening and parents are getting these notifications and and messages text messages that's what i was trying to think of huh duh um parents will get these text messages from their kids saying you know i'm at school we're on lockdown there's a live shooter and there's already this many people dead it, it's just horrifying oh. so what happened here uh on friday at, a, at uh, South Fort Myers High School, not my school where I teach. Thank God I would never recover from this. So apparently it happened and they went on <coughs> lockdown and everybody believes there's a live shooter with multiple deaths and uh, it's all fake. It's all fake. And, and so is- I'm watching it on the news with Gary and I'm still crying as Wait. if it were a live shooter because... Those people in that building don't know. And, and, and the horror of those parents thinking they're going to get to that school and their kid's going to be dead. The, I mean, talk about sound bites. You should have heard some of these kids and parents speak after it. It was heart-wrenching. Oh. Heart-wrenching. What, what exactly is the point of doing this? Just to cause chaos? I mean, right. it was everything was on lockdown in the area. Like the helicopters, the police. I mean, this cost this city... I'm sure tons of money, not that it matters. And my question is, I want to follow up from this. I want to know how well you guys would have done in an actual shooting, how to go. You know what I mean? Like speak to the people and let us know, are these drills working? Did it make a difference? 
Um, is, there and such, then, is there such a thing as being prepared for a shooting? I don't, right. I don't, I don't think so. Exactly. And they, there was one video that was so disturbing that they had gone into a classroom. I don't know if it was that. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know if it was this this one in this school in Florida because there were multiple of them on the same day and throughout that last week uh, in places like, let me see, I wrote them down, Arkansas, Kentucky, several in Texas, like 10 different, I think it was like four. Okay, I'm exaggerating. Uh, Florida. Uh, Unfacts. Unfacts. Oh, yes. Thank you, Kevin. You could research that for us later. Uh, Florida, Missouri, and that I didn't even get them all because I, I couldn't, there was so much information on them about it. But anyways, so they were happening everywhere. So there was one video that they showed where the cops with their guns crash into a classroom and they have everybody at gunpoint. I don't know if you can see me right now, but I'm holding the gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So they have all the kids and the teacher, the teacher's like, what the fuck? And everybody's panicked and they're leading them out of there by gunpoint with their hands up, which you're thinking those poor kids must be terrified, but those police don't know who the shooter is. Right. And they have to do that. And I'm watching this stuff and I'm, I'm just sobbing. And I was like, if this happened at my school, a fake, a fake one, I'm out. I, 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 I don't know that I can recover from this. Yeah. That's just so traumatic for everyone involved. The oh, parents, there was one grown man sobbing on TV. It was the cutest boy I've ever seen in my life. When he finally, it just happened that the, the reporter was just about to interview the mom. And they had already released, you know, people knew that everybody was safe. And just as they started their interview, they were and him reunited for the first time. You know, they were like, that's when they first saw each other. And it was so heartwarming and also heart-wrenching. And he said the cutest thing about, you know, you did this, you know, you can't do these things. It's absolutely insane. You you know, there were helicopters and police and you made my mom cry. I don't like it when you make my mom cry. Oh, <laughs> and I was just like, wow. oh my God, why can't we hear that sound bite? I mean, he was adorable, but it's like, it, it was a real thing to everybody who didn't know. These people are insane. You know, it, along these same lines, uh, I, a couple weeks ago, there was a bomb threat called in a uh, Boston Children's Hospital. And because oh my, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, because people were accusing them of doing hysterectomies on nine year olds of transitioning people when you know without their permission oh. that was this conspiracy theory going around they've been they've been picketing in front of boston <laughs> children's for for a long time and this bomb threat was finally called in and it was it was just awful i don't i don't know what's going on right now these people are just not human beings it's no. insanity i i didn't know of that story um i don't know how i missed that one and yeah. and then you have to worry about copycats now all my kids heard this story are my kids going to try it? Yep. Who knows? Yeah, it will it's, spread like wildfire. Yeah, and that's why I said they're all over the country. And yeah. I, uh, all right, um, I don't want to talk about bad stuff anymore. Do we have anything good to add? Anything? I mean, as far as the Britney Spears drama goes, this week there's it's been it's been kind of quieted lately. It really has. Things have kind of died down. Aside from an Instagram post where she was completely naked showing her ass. That's really all we got this week. Well, you know what, Brian? You know, I am going to be on the side of those boys for that because 
you know that they're home they're home horrified because their mother's naked on the internet and their friends are home masturbating to it like how could you live like like imagine that as a 16 year old boy uh, that's fucked up she needs to stop that i'm sorry that's that's awful yeah. She, yeah something's not right there that's not parenting I mean, I I think she should be able to do whatever she wants, but yeah, as as a I don't I don't I'm see sorry. other parents do, doing <laughs> that regularly. Yeah, there um, are some lines that you don't cross, and she's crossed them. Yeah, I uh, get it. Those boys don't stand a chance. That's that's not you're not a good mom. Sorry. Uh, that's self-absorbed. I know she's your hero, and you love her, and you want to be her, but. If she was your mom, you'd be horrified. Well, I don't know. My mom, yeah, let's not go into that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know. Uh, well, anyway, my good news my that I, I have been excited about is they uh, announced the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 5, and there's some really cool stuff coming out in the next few oh. years, and it's just going to be awesome. Thank God they moved All on right, from Phase Kevin, 4. All right, Kevin, give it, Phase lay it up. <laughs> well, Lay you know, there, to the listeners, what's happening? There's a new Ant Man. There's a new Ant Man, and you know, I think Ant Man is is very similar to Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's very comedic. They make fun of themselves, and it's very funny. And it, you know, it's it's just really great. And I just love Paul Rudd. And so there's a new Ant Man coming out, and as I spoke, another Guardians of the Galaxy coming out, which is I, they're hilarious. I just have so much fun with them. Um, there yeah. is they're remaking Blade, so if you know Blade, the vampire movie that was out in the '90s, uh, uh, they're uh, they're making a new one, uh, and then there's a new Captain America, and Captain America is now uh, he, he's not uh, Chris Evans anymore. Captain America, the shield has been passed on uh, to the Falcon, who is a uh, African American superhero. So. Um, of course, you know, everybody's head's exploded. You know, Captain America can't be black, blah, 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 whatever. But yes, he is, yes. and he's All had this woke bullshit. I know, but he's headlining a new <laughs> Captain America movie, which I'm so excited to see. Um, you know, and there's a new Thunderbolts, which is really fun. Um, and there's lots of television, too. You know, I mean, Dizzy is just cranking this stuff out over and over. There's some really cool stuff coming. A, a new season of Loki. Um, there is so if you liked um, the Scarlet Witch, uh, WandaVision television show, uh, which I loved. One of the best characters that would, was introduced in that is Agatha. Uh, she was kind of uh, a villain is the wrong word, but she was definitely an antagonist. And she's getting her own television show. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be really, really great. The next couple of <laughs> years for nerds and comic book lovers. It's just, you know, I just love it when they announce this stuff out and you have something to look forward to. Oh, they also announced that uh, Fantastic Four is, is going to lead out phase six so in like 24 or 25 uh that'll be the first movie in the next one which i love fantastic four it's so good and they've screwed it up on the big screen so many times yeah, like so, three times now i know i'm really excited to see what marvel cinematic universe does with it because they really respect the characters and they do a really good job kind of integrating it into the into the universe that they've created it's so fun well, that's a lot for the nerd herd to uh, look forward to. I yes. Have, I have Survivor to look forward to. I keep seeing commercials for that. That's Starts just this week, Brian. Yes. Yeah, so we got to get ourselves ready for that. That's, that's one night a week that's a school night that I allow myself to stay up. 
later. <laughs> I, I hate those two-hour episodes, though. I'm always so tired the next day. It's tough. The two-hour episodes are tough, and I don't often. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, but I'm ready for that. And then we saw a little clip of The Amazing Race is starting again, I guess. Oh, yay! CVS this morning. So I think that's coming back. And I really like that show, but Gary can't stand it. Why? So he just feels it's too frenetic for him. Like there's too much going on. It is. Everybody's always in a hurry. Gary's so laid back that he's just like, oh, it's the energy is too much for him. He can't sit through it. It gives me anxiety when I watch it. I love Amazing Race because you get to see you get to see these beautiful countries that some of them, you know, I'm I'm American educated. I don't I didn't even know some of these countries existed. I've never even heard of them. Exactly. They're beautiful and the scenery. It's just cool. You get to like kind of get a glimpse into the culture of of these other countries um, all over the world. Yeah, I'm going to try to watch it this time, even though he doesn't like it. There's enough on television. And we have enough televisions that we can watch it. You know, he can watch something else while I watch it. But I, I saw it this morning and got excited about it again. So I want to try to give it another season. That is exciting. Um, and then I did watch a couple of episodes more of uh, We're Here. Mm. Uh, love, it. love it. But I think I drag queened Gary out. i think he you know he gets the sentiment and all of that but he's just like what are we getting out of this again (laughs) so i'm not going to make him watch that anymore but can i just tell you a story about yesterday i went to my niece turned 40 and she had a party a brunch at a restaurant and she said what i thought was going to be drag queen something it was i thought like there there was a drag queen show so of course i went in expecting you know rupaul's drag race and all <laughs> stuff and i was very disappointed because it wasn't at all a drag show it was one drag queen who did karaoke so everybody at the place was doing karaoke oh. so i ended up at a karaoke party and it i'm not going to say anything but it was super super fun i had a great time my uh Nephew flew in from Maine, surprised her. Everybody was crying. It was fantastic. And then everybody was doing karaoke. It was loud. I had to go. So, um, <laughs> but I met this interesting little young lady in there who was in her 20s. And she, boys, she will give you a run for your money on all things RuPaul. Yeah. And I think we need to have her as a guest on our show one day. That'd be good. And we'll do yeah, some we- sort of... Um, you know, contest and see who really knows RuPaul the way this girl <laughs> was like, she's talking about costumes she's wearing. If, you know, it's like, I want you to be a guest on our show. She, you know, she told me she's going to wear this costume that's RuPaul this and my that. And so she was adorable. And I thought she might be fun to have on our show. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah. B- before we actually get into RuPaul and talking about more television, let's take a quick break. Sure thing. All right. Break. All right. Break. <laughs> Welcome back. So speaking of RuPaul's Drag Race, we did have three consecutive seasons going on at the same time. 
And thankfully, two of them came to an end this week. So my, my schedule is a little bit more free to actually, you know, work and stuff. <laughs> um, so Drag Race, <laughs> Drag Race Down Under finally cra- crowned their second winner. And uh, I don't know, Kevin, have you watched it? Because I don't want to spoil it. And it just happened. <laughs> It just happened, and I don't know if I want to spoil it for the listeners either. No, I, I wouldn't. Um, I have not watched it. I, you know, I'm trying to work my way through everything, and I, there's just too much television on right now. Well, it's a very unique winner. I will say that it's not one that usually you would see get crowned. So, and then we had Drag Race Canada come to an end finally with their season three ending, and we had um, it wasn't the ending of Secret Celebrity Drag Race, but. RuPaul did make all of them reveal themselves last week, so we know who all of the contestants are now. And I was right about Poppy Love. Poppy Love is AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys. I was right about um, uh, Chick LaFay, and Chick LaFay was Kevin McHale from Glee, the wheelchair kid. Um, Wait a minute, what show are you talking about? This is Secret Celebrity Drag Race, where RuPaul gets these celebrities and puts them in drag. Nobody knows who they are, but they have to perform like different numbers. It's like the Mass Singer television show, but they Correct. put them in okay. drag. I, Correct. All right. I think the Mass Singer is the most ridiculous show I've ever seen on television. <laughs> but for some reason, as a drag show, it doesn't sound as offensive. Yeah. It sounds kind not, of fun. I will not watch Mass Singer since they have Rudy, Rudy Giuliani on it. I will not, you know, there's yeah. a certain... <laughs> I, you know, I was yeah, like, they yeah, crossed the line for you there. That's a line that you know that man should be in jail, not being hailed yeah. as a celebrity. Yeah, not right and paid. Right. Yeah. And paid. Ugh. All right. Let's turn this back from ugly to back to drag. <laughs> so yeah, and then um, Tatiana Ali from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. She was uh, her name was Chakra Seven on the show, and then uh, Donna Bellissima who was no surprise was Daniel Francesi, who I hear is just a real awful individual to me in person. Mm-hmm. Daniel Francesi was um, in Mean Girls, the movie Mean Girls, and he was the very, very gay kid. That yeah, was you're asking my brain to remember things that are too far back. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's the, that's the tea with RuPaul's Drag Race. We're getting a new season coming up, but um, this is, you know, as far as international seasons go, it seems like we, it's a wrap on just about all of them. So we're just waiting on to see who wins Secret Celebrity Drag Race. But my money is on Poppy Love. It's so awesome. is, there any, is there anything else on the docket that we need to talk about? Uh, well, we still have the uh, queen of all things, Bat Medler, to speak about. Oh, speaking uh, queen. Yes, we were going to talk about the queen. We had, oh, we had we missed not. that last oh. time. Yeah, we did not. So, the end of an era. I'm amazed at how many people on Twitter are saying that it's not a big deal, like they're not sad, why should they be sad about, you know, somebody that is not from their country, and honestly, you know, first of all, this is a person, you know, so I I know Twitter can be very harsh as far as not realizing that these are actually real people, but this was somebody's mother, you know, this was somebody's grandmother. Somebody's grandmother, somebody's sister, I don't think, but, you know. She's been around for literally ever. Yeah. Ever. I've never, I didn't know there was ever not going to be a queen. There always was a queen. I mean, she was on the throne for 70 years. It's longer than I've been around. She was alive when penicillin was discovered. Wow. 
Oh shit! Really? That's yes. interesting that you know that because you have that healthcare background. <laughs> she was two years old, but still, she was alive when wow. penicillin was discovered. It's wow. wild to think about it like that, you know. It is. And and the fact that she went into it at twenty five years old is nuts. You know, love her or hate her, you know, she affected significant change in her country. Oh, absolutely. You know, she moved, she, she gave up a lot of the monarchy power and, you know, said, no, we need to be more democratic. She, you know, established this form of government along with the people, you know, she, she really affected significant change, you know, and, and you have to give her props, really. She, yeah, I can't, I don't forward. know people who don't like her. That's the, like. Anyone that's made comment about it, everybody sounds like they're saddened. Uh, and you should be. Yeah. And the pomp and circumstances that go along with it are so extravagant. Yeah. It's still happening. Uh, yeah. So it's historic. It is. If yeah, it was... isn't sad, it's historic. And now we have King Charles. Now we have a king. I wonder how long Charles is going to remain king, really, because... You know, he's not very well liked by a lot of people in England. It's my understanding. Yeah, because, he doesn't Because look of what popular. happened with, with Di and, you know, the uh, Camilla thing, you know, the, the affair. And, you know, there was a lot of a lot of stuff that they don't really care for him very much. And I, mm -hmm. on, I really, truly, honestly, I thought he was going to abdicate the throne and just uh, let his son take it. Oh, did you really? I really did. I thought he was going to just kind of step out of the way. <laughs> he well, still can do that, right, at any time? Absolutely, for sure. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be interesting because unlike, you know, um, him getting there, we're not going to have to wait as long for William to get there. Right. Like, this guy's not going to rule for 70 years, no, you no. know? He's only got a few left in him. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to see another change, too. I think we might see it in our lifetime. Yeah. You know, I hope. Knock on wood. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's interesting. History is really changing over there. Mm. Or everywhere. Yep. Everywhere. Uh, yeah. It's changing a little too fast. Mm. Some of it's going backwards and yeah. some of it's going forwards. Yeah. Most of it yeah. backwards, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the Sadly. you know rise of authoritarian uh, you know politicians that have come into power all over the world is concerning, very, very concerning. Yeah, yikes! Let's not go there again. Yeah, we'll lose all of our um, Republican followers. Oh right? yeah, that's true. No glitter oh, and rainbows. Well, they don't want to hear that either. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> we have been They're not listening for so many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, anyways are we ready to talk about divine miss m oh always should we take oh, a break right first? yeah let's take a break oh uh, sure just started off by saying that Bette Midler was born one day before uh it's not not in years but as far as the month goes the month and the day one day before Britney Spears Bette Midler was born <laughs> yes Bette Midler it's was in born, the stars it's in the stars she was born December 1st 1945 
Yeah, that's a long time ago, it seems. What's that, 76? It's 76, I read? And, and she was born in Hawaii, which I thought was born pretty interesting. I did not know that. I had Bette Midler as a born and raised New Yorker. Mm-hmm. No, I would have guessed that, too. Well, she, Keep I mean, going. For, for all intents and purposes, she was a New Yorker, you know, through and through. She, yeah. Even coming up in her early career, she toured the New York bathhouses with uh, then unknown piano player Barry Manilow. Yes, and she, yeah, she moved to New York when she was 18. Yeah. So, you know, she did all her grown-up stuff in New York, for sure. And that, and that Barry Manilow guy, he was kind of popular, too. You know, yeah, he, had, he, he was kind of cute. He had, a, he had a little thing going for him. He had a little recording contract. He had, <laughs> he, he had yeah, a few he, little ditties, yeah. He made Let's talk about... Bit. Let's talk about her bathhouse experience for a minute. Because <laughs> I, this was fascinating to me, and I've known this for forever. You know, because there are videos of this. You can find this online of her performing at these bathhouses. And really? Like very, which, from what I've heard, look very different than bathhouses today. Okay, I mean, so I let would, me just would, say, they were more of a social club. Yeah, I, I would, I would never know what one looks like today because you know I'm I'm a lady of a certain culture, but. Right. I heard that bathhouses these days don't have a stage where no. you can perform, and well. honestly, they, <laughs> well, okay, not like the kind of performing that they were doing back then. Not singing Broadway tunes, I think. Yeah, the ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but this I, was okay. just fascinating to me that she did this and you know this is how her her first like you know cult following was you know the gay community in new york city and you know she has maintained this gay cult icon following you know status for forever her career, and i her didn't life. i didn't know that either i didn't know that it came from like what bathhouse betty was all about because that's yeah. what she goes by is bathhouse betty yeah and um i didn't want to do much research on that because i figured you guys would pull it in um, <laughs> so i didn't go too far into that but i didn't realize that's how she acquired her gay status yeah and yep. what a place yeah. what a place to start really yeah i know <laughs> because in my imagination i don't even want to go to there i don't i don't know what's happening in that place well i can uh, give you a rundown it, it should house. just be left to somebody else's imagination <laughs> imagine a hotel where all the doors are open and you can literally just go in and have sex with whoever you want that's a bathhouse yeah that's not mm, yep yeah. I don't need to go there. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think there's a straight equivalent. Of yeah, it. I don't. Sure. I don't think they would let you in there actually, even if you wanted to go. <laughs> yeah. Is there? That's a question. That's a cute question, <clears throat> Brian. Is there a straight equivalent to a bathhouse? I mean, maybe something I mean, like the Bunny Ranch. People are swingers. There are places like the Bunny Ranch out in Las Vegas, but I don't think it's quite as liberal as a bathhouse where people are literally just having sex like in the showers okay all right so it's not it's it's all really not cool but anyways that's good that um her cult following yep anyways what else do you guys have on her her first album was it was called the divine miss m and it was released in 1972 um, I actually have that album on vinyl, as I as do I have her second album, which was called Bette Midler, and that came out in 1973. Um, when she first started, she was definitely kind of a standards kind of girl. She definitely sang a lot of 
Broadway numbers, jazz numbers, you name it. She was very versatile, I guess is the way that I would Yeah, that's it. a good way to say it. In fact, she, she had a rock album called The Rose, which was the soundtrack to a movie that she was in, which was her first movie that she was ever in. Which I remember as a teenager thinking that was the best movie that had ever been made. It was her very first movie in 1979, and she won the Golden Globe Best Actress Award, and she was nominated for an Academy Award, her very first movie. Yeah, yeah. And she was, I mean, She didn't get it. I don't know. Who did she lose that against? Who did she not get that against? Do we know? That's a good question. Very good question. Oh, fact finder. Kevin, get on it. I know. Uh, Anyways. She actually had, it's hard to, talk about but Midler is just a singer because she's equally an actress and she definitely balances both of those worlds very and she's well. equally a comedian well, yeah and she's, exactly and she's, and she's equally a comedian she's a very very funny person she's oh just, oh she's hilarious jane fonda won best actress in 1979 for coming home oh wow Oh, which huh. hey, if you're gonna lose to someone i guess lose jane fonda's jane okay fonda. jane fonda's not a bad person to yeah. lose to you know well anyways person. So, I mean, that was her first movie was The Rose, and she kind of continued after that, and she was in a movie called uh, Beaches, which some people might have heard of. Oh. Um, Another and, one that I was uh, a teenager, and I I'm couldn't believe up it was happening. I'm tearing up just thinking about it. <laughs> I know. I know. And, and let's, let's just keep going through her movies, because in between, in between her movies, she definitely had some albums. After the Beaches album, she actually had an album come out called Some People's Lives, uh, which has her biggest hit on there called From a Distance. And that was oh. a massive, massive hit. And it actually, I'm and it singing actually, it in my head right now, I everyone. Know. It actually came back shortly after that, after 9-11. It was one of the songs that was played a lot as, a, as kind of a healing song after 9-11. Oh, I, didn't, I guess I didn't realize that. So she did another movie after that called For the Boys with James Caan, who just passed away in 1991. Great she, movie. She did a movie version, which was actually, a, I think it was a television movie, if I'm not mistaken, a uh, version of the music, uh, musical Gypsy in 1993. She had several movies after that, but she didn't actually do the soundtrack. She had she was in Hocus Pocus. She was in First Wives Club. She did a lot of movies that she wasn't yeah, necessarily. First Wives Club. I, I never think that a movie is better than the book. I always go, the book is better. That was the first movie in my life, and only movie since, I guess, the only movie that's ever been better than the book, and yeah. it's because of the cast that was in it, and yeah. she was in it. Yeah, Let's back yeah, up a little bit. So Let's good. back up a little bit, because this was this this really jumped out at me as I was reading through. In 1985, she started to do these comedy movies, and they were huge hits. Oh, she did Down and Out in Beverly Hills, Ruthless yes. People, Outrageous Ruthless Fortune, people. Big Business. I mean, it was just... Uh, over and over. She proved her comedy chops right there in the mid-80s, which is great. And, you know, Hocus Pocus is one of my all-time favorite movies, and, you know, I wouldn't be a gay man if I didn't say that, and I'm super excited for the new one coming out. I can't wait to see it. Which stars um, three RuPaul's Drag Race girls. Three RuPaul's Drag Race girls. Oh, this is going to be monumental. Good and ideas. I see a lot about that movie on my Facebook feed. I'm still a Facebooker. I have a lot of connections in Rhode Island, and so I have a lot of Rhode Island pages, and they filmed all that up there in Rhode Island, so I've been following the filming of this movie for a long time, Uh, so I can't wait to see it either. It's going to be straight to Disney+, and I think it comes out at the end of this month. 
Okay. Oh, straight to Disney Plus. So anyone yeah. who's available to watch it, we should have like a, a viewing party and discussion the next week, kind of like a book great. club. Right. And, okay. and a classic, classic movie. I thought this was fascinating. Bette Midler actually turned down the leading role in Sister Act. And, oh, and I read instead that too went to and was Goldberg. surprised. I read I... that too. Can, Can you imagine? imagine? <laughs> oh my God. I loved the movie and I loved Whoopi in it, but imagine it with Bette Midler. It's I know. have a whole different movie. It really was. Yeah, that's great. I, I read that read too. That. Yep. We uh, read some of the same stuff. Of course, so, keep going with their stuff, Brian. Yeah, you get going, all sorry. the real well, facts. Well, <laughs> well, I just have a couple of the albums that she released after that that had nothing to do with movies. She released an album called Bed of Roses that did very, very well. And this was in 1995. And again, I was working at Sam Goody at the time. And then... Oh, your timing for music and videos was it, it was so great for your workforce. I know, right? Employment, um, I mean. The album Bathhouse Betty, which was we referred to earlier, was released in 1998, which is one of my favorite albums that she's ever done. It's so much fun. It's literally just kind of her and the songs that she used to sing back in the day in the bathhouses. Uh, totally redone, and I don't think Barry Manilow plays piano on it, but it, sound, it sounds amazing. Um, then we got a greatest hits in 2008 called Jackpot. I'm actually skipping over a couple of albums because she actually released a couple of albums where she just covered other singers' materials, like she called them the songbooks. So okay, she, yes. Yeah, so she released an entire album of just Rosemary Clooney songs, who I have no idea who that is. And then, Oh my um, God. Oh! Yeah, I, no <laughs> I can't clue. believe you don't know who that is. And, oh! she, and she also released an entire, an entire album. The list. Wait, wait, we can't yeah, stop that. We, can't, we, we can't have to go back to that. you don't know Rosemary Clooney. <laughs> First of all, well, do you know, know George Clooney? George Clooney, the actor? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. So you know the Clooney name. Okay. I think that's his aunt. And oh, she's I... like as famous as he is, she was. So I don't understand how you don't know her. I Am I right, know... Kevin? Oh, she was yeah. like an she was icon. Huge. She... she was yeah. huge. In the like fifties, in the nineteen fifties, you know, and sixties. Well, yeah, the, you'll the have other... to look at her look her up sometime because she's she's funny. She's great. Anyways, go ahead. The other songbook that she released was uh, the Peggy Lee songbook, and I don't know who that is. Either. You don't have to. Okay. So <laughs> I, I wouldn't that, expect you to. Yeah. <clears throat> after that, she released uh, Jackpot, the best of Bette Midler, which is amazing. It literally just kind of sums up all of her hits from movie soundtracks to her pop albums. And then she released an album called It's the Girls, which is very, very fun. It is all about, like, doo-wop songs, like Be My, Be My Baby, and One Fine Day, and all that stuff, and yeah. It's, it's very, very fun. And then um, she released a greatest hits album, which I actually have on vinyl, called The Gift of Love, or A Gift of Love. And uh, it's basically just love songs from Bette Midler. And when I'm listening to Bette Midler, that's really all I want to hear. It has the rose on it. It has As Dreams Go By. It has Wind, Wind Beneath My Wings, From a Distance, um, The Gift of Love. Uh, it has, you know, just about everything that you'd ever everything. want from yeah. She was in a lot of things. She was on Broadway for uh, many things. Um, and talking about movies, just quickly, I just go, I have her on my iPad, and I, I have her movies, and there are like forty-two of them, or, or forty-four wow. of them that she has. Wow, I'm sure, it's it's crazy. Uh, sure. She was in everything, or you know, a voice in something, because some of them were animated. 
But um, yeah, she did Broadway. She did really good things, you know, for the environment. Do you know about her New York restoration project? I do not. Have you heard about that? No. Um, okay. I read about it yesterday. I've heard about it, and it's about taking, like, bad plots of land and turning them into community gardens is what I think I got from that. Really? Um, and right now, they, they just got 60 neglected garden plots that they're going to be working on. Wow. Um, and it sounds fantastic, and she's involved in that. Uh, I think she started that. I have these notes, but sometimes, remember, I take them, and then I read them, and it's days later, and then I don't remember what it means. <laughs> so, uh, But those were things that I thought were cool. Well, yeah, she has a charity it. foundation, actually, that does lots of stuff for in New York City, I believe, mostly. Yep, a lot yes. of them for LGBTQIA individuals. And one yep. of them that I did find, and I don't know if this is a fact or an unfact, but <laughs> she, she does help with the anal rejuvenation of hounded out bottoms in New York City. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So, um, I'm <laughs> we're going to have to edit I'm that sorry. out, I feel like. <laughs> We're going with unfact, and uh, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? There's, there's a lot of um, gay men who have bottomed for too long that are just leaking like a 57 Chevy. Okay, and... stop, 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 stop. <laughs> this cannot be a thing, and if it is, I don't want to know about it. Moving on. Oh, my. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> I do well, have some it's family a charity. info. It's a charity. Okay. All right, if you say it's so. Good. Remember, listeners, you come here for sometimes unfacts. Uh, that might be one of them. Or you might think it's a fun fact. We'll have to see. Uh, I did a little, I tried to do a little snooping on her family, and there's nothing. There, there's, you know, they all, she had two sisters and a brother. Uh, one sister died. This was sad. Her sister died in a car accident on her way to see Bet in Fiddler on the Roof. Oh. Uh, so that was a tragic, sad story. And then she had another sister, and there's nothing. You can't find anything. She's all locked down. And um, a brother, same thing. But there was some questioning. There was some questioning about his mental health. Like he might have been had some sort of mental health issues. That's all I could find. And it, it said nothing. Like everywhere I went, there was nothing really to talk about. She does have a daughter. Uh, and I started to look for information about, for her, got distracted, never went back. So, and she's worth $250 million. Yeah. I did see her daughter who looks just like her in a YouTube video. And okay. uh, they were being interviewed together. I can't remember who was doing the interview, but my God, they look just alike. They, Are they, they on good terms? Is yes. she a singer as well? She or an actress? She is oh, a singer okay. and an actress, yes. Oh, yeah, so following wow. your mom's footsteps. Yeah, there were no scandals about it's, Bette Midler. If you, squint, was... if you squinted, though, you would think. You remember the girl that played um, the young Bette Midler in Beaches, who was yes. Maya my, my Ballet, uh, who, who was in Blossom. Who was Blossom, Blossom? yeah. Yeah, whose who's name is actually Maya something. It starts with a B. She's in like... Big Bang Theory now? Yes. No, guys, she, now she does Jeopardy. Where have you been? Oh. Does she? And she's, yeah. she's an actual. Oh yeah, she's, she's a genius. <laughs> and she's an actual like um, physicist like, or rock, something. Rocket scientist. She's yeah. a rocket scientist, and yeah. now she's the host of Jeopardy. Wow, oh, I didn't God. know that. Good for her. Yeah, yeah people love amazing. it or hate it. It's one of those. That's yeah. amazing. Well, yeah. her, daughter, her daughter looks just like her. Like, Fun. 
which she looks just like that Midler, so she yeah. really does. So. Huh. Good times. Well, that's interesting. So, yeah, um, I, there were no scandals to talk about, which is nice to see this kind of, like, Hollywood royalty without no drama. Heroin, no no alcohol. No yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, she married the man. She's still married to the man she married 100 years ago, like 1984. Oh. Oh. I, know uh, she, I know she used to party back in the 70s. I know she did cocaine because in her stand-up act, she referenced a, a, a situation where she was at a 70s party and somebody spilt cocaine all over a shag rug and she's never seen so many people with straws up their noses on a shag I, rug. I've heard, that. I've heard that bit from her. She's hilarious. That's right. She's also a comedian. That's uh, good. Yeah, but there, you know, and, and did she really, can you prove it? It doesn't even matter. Uh, there could have been a scandal with the whole bathhouse thing, but it never turned into one. She's classy. I really think you picked she's, a great one, Kevin. She's, she's just insanely talented and I mean, pick something i mean she's going to be insanely talented at it yeah. she's a beautiful yeah. person inside and out yeah i i I, yeah. I loved looking into her because i love 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 her so much and i did not have that vision of her uh you know it, it didn't have any black marks on it and it made me very yeah. very happy it was no scars right yeah. it was all good to look at yeah. So yeah, thanks for picking Bette Midler, oh. which brings us to it's my turn. And I forgot that it was my turn until you mentioned it in a text this morning. <laughs> and then I thought to do like to get on my playlist and just let it scroll and then stop and go with that where we land. But I don't think I'm going to risk that. Um, I, I, I'm going to go with who somebody I wanted to talk about before. And it goes back to my era. Usually it is. And um this person has the, some of the greatest rock and roll music, I think, in history. And it is none other than Bob Seger. Oh, okay. Yay! I don't, I don't know anything about him, though. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, you're going to find out stuff about him, and I think you might like some of his music. And uh, there are some fans of us out there who are very excited to listen to our stuff he, about Bob Seger. Awesome. I know he has a band called the Silver Bullet Band. The Silver it. Bullet Band. Yeah, we don't have to go, you know, he's got a, a catalog of music, Brian, that you're going to find. I think you'll find it impressive. And, uh, you know, he's got that same 70s, 80s, early 80s, late 70s, well, early 70s vibes that I love. He was another so, one, Sam Goody, that I was always stocking that shit on the shelves. So I, yeah, I know, was, I know hey, one CD he, by him, which has a purple cover, and he's standing there with a guitar, and I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't I, remember. I stock that CD every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Look how popular hey, it was. I stood, I stood outside of the Civic Center on the steps with a group of friends overnight to get tickets to his concert, uh, and, and that was something. So wow. we'll talk about that when we talk about Bob Seger. But yeah, I wanted to go with Bob Seger. Great. So. That'll be who we talk about next week. Anyways, have a great week, gentlemen. And I can't wait to talk again next Sunday. As always. Uh, Peace out. Bye. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.